Hello, welcome to Blades Pod. It is Tuesday, the 19th of September. My name is Ben, and on the line, as always, it is Andrew. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm all right as well, thank you. Them, them 17th place blades, mate. We we will not go into that bottom three, no matter what it's happens. Incredible. It's incredible. I wrote work yesterday, and I saw Burnley winning, and I thought, you know, I, I actually looked a little bit on S2, and I'm going, oh, it's bad news, and I thought, you know, until we win a game, I'm not going to be worried about anyone else's, uh, you know, what, what anyone else is doing. But, um, yeah, I, I caught five teams now uh, who have still not won a game. Is it that many? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah with Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, wow. Bournemouth, not one yet. And Bournemouth had a tricky start. I Burnley have, to be fair. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I've said to you, we might stay up on six points on goal difference <laughs> <laughs> if we carry on just getting narrowly beat like this. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just uh, refer to this this tweet from uh, Carl Anker, the football journalist that I sent you yesterday. So the the record of for the th- this was after full time of the Forest Burnley draw last night. The record mm. for the three promoter clubs of the Premier League now stands at played thirteen, zero wins, two draws, eleven defeats, eleven goals scored in those thirteen games, thirty one goals conceded in those thirteen games, two points from those thirteen games from the three uh, the three sides. And yeah, it's. Um, it is one top-heavy Premier League, or maybe I should say bottom light, because it seems like it's three-quarters of it is heavy, basically. Yeah. Um, I think the gap is so big compared to when we were last in it. And I, and I do think one of the promoter teams will stay up, because they usually do. It's not often that all three go down. I do mm. think someone will probably put a run together and stay up and someone else will go down. But I think we're seeing just how much the, how big the gap is. And, you know, we'll get on to the, the Premier League in general, I presume, in this pod. But... It's it's so geared now towards obviously the top teams. I think we're going to see such a gap between the the top eight and nine and the rest of the league. I think the, you know the bottom side are going to get so many light less points in the top. Mm. I mean the good the good news, <laughs> you, you might not yeah. need many points to stay up. Um, no, I, I can't see it. I mean the the season we went down under Wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Burnley said it was 28 points. Am I that right? Is I think. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I was about to mention that. Yeah. So uh, I might have been to it. I think the the team that finished 18th got 28, I think, or 28 or 27. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't, you didn't need many to stay up, certainly. Um, I mean, one slightly cheery thing, I suppose, is that 11 of those five of those 11 goals that have been scored are by us, and only nine of the 31 conceded are by us. So that's you know that's that's something. And that's why we're 17. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously, we're talking about the Spurs game. Uh, a 2-1 mm. defeat if you've been living under a rock and, and missed this. Or you turned off. <laughs> or you turned off, yeah. 95th minute. <laughs> 98th minute even. Um, yeah. It's our fourth defeat out of five. It is also our fourth single goal defeat. And obviously, when we got relegated last time, we lost, yes. I don't have it in front of me, but we lost so many games by a single goal. This feels so different to that season. We actually, um, I think it was Revolution on S2 posted this earlier, I saw... We have the same amount of points uh, at this stage as we did of that season, that, mm, that yeah. dread COVID season. Yep. But it feels so different to me. And I, I, even though obviously that was a that was a kick in the teeth to to rival any Blades kick in the teeth this weekend, particularly being in the ground as I was, mm. even allowing for that, I feels kind of weirdly upbeat about where we are. I feel like we're sort of better than one point from five, don't you? Like not not massively better, but enough to encourage me for the rest of the season I think we're better than yeah we're better than we should have at least two points I think that's pretty fair to say yeah 
uh, we've let so many like three three last minute goals in, which is part of the game. You know, you can't say, you know, you score in the ninety fifth minute or the first minute. It doesn't really matter. Hmm. Uh, but we probably have deserved like at least another point. I do think there are similar actors in the wilder season in that not in you know I think in the wilder season we couldn't score for love and money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teams got a goal and that were it. Game we over. never because... looked that that was the other thing we never yeah. looked like scoring. It weren't like we're missing chances apart from like maybe the first two games. No, and I think teams are working harder this time to beat us. Definitely, mm. I do think there's similarity some similarity in the sense that we're putting so much effort into these games and still coming up short due to we just haven't got that quality and we've played tough teams. I want to caveat that. I don't really class the first two as... There's a stat which I sent, to be fair, um, and said we've had 115 shots against us in five games. There's a lot... I think there's a big caveat to that, and that is the first two games with the the squads that we had in those two games can pretty much be taken out of any sort of analysis about us, I think, overall. And in the the last three games, we played Tottenham and Spurs, Spurs away. So... And and we didn't actually concede that many shots against Tottenham in terms of XG, bizarrely. Um, there were a lot of long ranges and stuff, but we and and this is so hard to judge. And I'm probably being really harsh because we've only really played Everton, who we can expect this to happen to. We never look in control of a game to me, and I don't blame anybody for that. I don't blame the players, the board, or the manager or anything like that. I just think while ever we've not got no control over a situation, we're going to be under pressure, and we're going to see keep seeing these odd goal defeats because we can score. And I think, you know, we could have had a couple even against Tottenham and, and Tottenham are by far the better team, by the way, overall, obviously. But, you know, McAtee had that that shot and they're doing Bernie Edder as well. We look like we can score this time. We have good chances. But while you're not in control of the game, you're going to lead to wave after wave of attack is what, which what we saw, really. And you're going to eventually concede. Yeah, I, I don't expect to have control in the majority of these. I mean, certainly not against Tottenham, but like even, I don't know, even like Everton and stuff. Are... Sorry, I just sorry I'll clarify what I mean by that. Not controlling the terms of possession. You know, I think Forrest in every game last season had less possession. Yeah. But we I don't think there's much and I understand why this is, we've got a completely new team. I think we will get better. But I don't think there's much structure to the attacks, if you know what I mean. We are creating chances and things like that, but I, I don't ever feel like we we defend well, we're we're positionally good. I don't think we we, we really are struggling at the moment to put proper moves together. A lot of our chances are coming from corners, throws, or bits of brilliance, or you know stuff like that, mm. uh, or, or on the break where we, we've done well. I'd like to see us pass a little bit more and look like we've got more of an identity. But I totally understand why we haven't at the moment. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, I think we are trying to play, if not on the counter attack, then really quickly. Yeah, like, as in you know, try, try and basically go one into the pitch, the other in three passes if you can, or four passes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, it sort of works for my money. You know, that's why we've been. Uh, I mean, obviously the points total suggest it hasn't worked, but the process mm. doesn't look too bad to me. And yeah, all right. The difference between having one point and two points is is hardly anything in terms of we'd yeah. still be seventeenth in the table. We'd still be one win away from bottom, essentially, um, if mm. the other teams below us happen to get that win. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think some of my encouragement comes from the fact that we've. We've been in every game so far, and we've. Yeah. You know, Bar uh, Palace is actually the only one I'd say we have. We, you know, that was uh, one nil in name only. They really, you know, we never ever looked yeah. like equalising. I didn't think in that one. Obviously, we had that that terrible team out at that point. Um, mm. And we've dropped, as you said, we dropped points due to late goals in three out of those other four games. I can't, I can't say we've deserved to win any of those games, but 
it's football. It could easily have ended the other way. I mean, you mentioned Forest there. They they basically won seven or eight games like that last season, didn't they? Where they yeah, got yeah, battered. They like they, you know, really rode their luck. The goalkeeper pulled off some great saves. Teams missed loads of chances. Um, and they just had a couple of players like Gibbs White and uh, yeah. Johnson who could just spring one move. And they had, um, you know, a couple of strikers that stuck them away. And they won games that they didn't deserve to. And that's so nearly what happened to us on Saturday. Yeah, I must have seen six or seven Forest games last season. And in every single one of them, including Southampton, who they beat 4-2, hmm. you would say they were second best in, in in every way. But they took the chances and they didn't even defend that well in the first part of the season. By the end, I remember playing Arsenal at the end where they, they wanted to stay up. And Arsenal all over them. They did defend well in that one. But I get what you're saying. I think my sort of concern is we've had two great opportunities here to pick up points against teams that we... A bonus points, if you yeah. like. Are we going to get in that many situations again? If we do, the likelihood is we will hang on in these games and we will stop. You know, we might go to Chelsea and pick up a point or even Man United because those two teams are nowhere near as good as Tottenham and Man City at the moment. Mm. You know, I can see that happening. But I, there's this worry in my mind that that's two games, Man City at home and Tottenham away, where we was 10 minutes or what, not even 10 minutes in the Tottenham game from getting at least a point. Mm. And we just didn't hang on. And how many more chances are you going to get? Because we are going to get hammered in a couple of games or lose by two two or three, because that just happens. Yeah, you know, We could have lost by two or three of this on another day as well. And I just, I, I am concerned that we've sort of, I want to say we've thrown points away, because I think that's really, really harsh. And, you know, I I'm not faulting the players of the squad by anything, but by any stretch by I'm saying this, but that's two really good opportunities to pick up points against the odds. And we've, we really should have got at least another point out of both of those games. Yeah, uh, I, like you, it's, it, I find it hard to put too much blame on us for this. Like, no, I don't it, blame us at all. It's, I just sort of, um, I, I just sort of see it as like, well, the better teams, they, they're going to find a way if you mm. if you give them enough time. As it, as it, if you'll you know, <laughs> pardon the yeah. pardon the choice of words there, although yeah, we, like, we can get onto that. I, I'm far more. Um, we're, we're better than I thought we would be. Mm. Uh, definitely uh, at the beginning of the season or even when the signings came in we are we are putting much more of a fight I thought we'd go away to Tottenham and to be honest I thought we'd probably lose by 3 or 4 nil. Yeah. Tottenham are on fire they've got really good players they're much better than last season they're on a high their fans are all behind them it seems like a new I, I personally don't think they were actually that good Tottenham but you know I, I thought they, they, they would beat us and we would you know we, we somehow found a way to, to go one nil up and if this game were last season we win yeah, no, true because of the time, yeah, time, uh, yeah, added yeah, on time yeah. rules. Um, mm. So you, you were uh, you were absolutely devastated at the end of this game, weren't you? And I was, yeah, yeah I was. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was gutted in the moment, I suppose, but also sort of, I don't know. I'm, I, not to be a pessimistic football fan, but when I saw twelve minutes of injury time, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was stuffed. Like, <laughs> there's, we've got no chance of holding on here. Not because Spurs were like battering down the door or anything, but we were absolutely out on our feet. Yeah. I mean, McBurney and Archer, particularly, they, they could barely move after seventy minutes. And I actually thought we'd—I thought it'd be a draw when twelve minutes come on. I mm. thought we'll probably get a point now. I did expect them to score, but at the same time, there was this thing in my mind saying, "But they've not created anything good for a long time now." Mm. It, you know, they were in the second half. I'm probably forgetting something here. I don't remember a real clear chance that they had other than the goals. No, I don't think there were many. I mean, uh, Brennan Johnson came on and had one disallowed, didn't he? Mm. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't really see what that was for. Was that offside or what? 
Yeah, that was offside, yeah. And it was offside as well. And, and they had another disallowed goal where Robinson was fouled. But I, I do think that it, it almost seemed very... The, these are sort of... They're all over us in terms mm. of possession and keeping us in. We could not get out. And as you say, mainly due, in my opinion anyway, to do with McBurney and Archibald being absolutely shattered. And McBurney couldn't even move. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's obviously our outlet. Um, but they weren't creating it. And I thought, you know, we might be off to, like... And I, who knows, you know, if that corner doesn't go in, we should be clearing a corner anyway. If that corner, like you said before, it almost feels like a free goal, doesn't it, conceding off the corner? Yeah, I did if, say we've been lucky to not concede so many goals yeah. for us so far. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I think if, yeah, I don't know, Basham just gets in front of Richarlison, heads that away, out for a throw in. Who knows what happens? You know, I think mm. that as soon as that first goal goes in, there's enough time for them to think we can win this. And Definitely. there's enough time. And there's enough time for our players to say, I am so tired. Mm. And I'm gutted. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've <laughs> been defending. I've been running my backside off for a hundred minutes now. Yeah, like, and we've just thrown yeah. it away. It's one all. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I, I, the second goal didn't shock me at all. Um, no, not me. In that no. regard, I suppose. But yeah, I, like I said, like when I got uh, so I stayed in London. So when I got back to um, place I was staying, I, I was like, yeah, that was super annoying, obviously, but feel I feel like I had quite a good day. You know, I enjoyed I enjoyed the away trip. It was. That Hamer goal, obviously, this is one of those where it will just be, you know, forgotten to the sands of time because it didn't matter for anything in the end. But that was an incredible moment to be in the ground yeah. for, like one of the the maddest goal celebrations I think I've ever seen in a, in a stand. <laughs> it was like it was like a mosh pit. I was I was, you know, literally hauling grown men back to their feet because they'd gone sort yeah. of flying down the stairs. So that was awesome. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, it counts for naught in the end. Um, we talk about this team selection. Uh, them injuries, they're back again. Um, and yeah, <laughs> this, this, more significant in hindsight, I think, than I felt at the time. Um, mm-hmm. We basically played this game missing 40% of our best defence. And you could make a case that it's 60% if you want to include left wing back as well and Reese yeah. Davis. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we miss. The central component, John Egan, and we miss our best defensive right back. One of our, you know, possibly pound for pound, the best defender in the entire squad in George Baldock. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big task to go up against Spurs with a back three of Robinson on the left, Armand Odzic in the middle, where I thought it was really good. It was, it was, yeah. Basham on the right, not so good at all. Um, And yeah, when I watched the highlights, I was like, oh, that's a couple of... Yeah, pretty painful ones. I think there's one in the first half. Um, I think it's Basuma, just runs past Basham into the box like he's not there, and fortunately, yeah. um, uh, the the shot gets sort of smothered by by uh, Fodringham. But yeah, I think it's Basham that sort of doesn't get to uh, Richarlison for the equaliser in it, and yeah, just um, it's tough really game. frustrating because uh, it's weird that you know all we've been saying all season is that left hand side needs sorting out defensively. And it was the right-hand side. I thought Bogle were all right. Yeah, he's I not thought he did best, okay. He's, he's not the best defender. And he can't expect, you know, that's just not how he plays. He did let him, they were about a 20 minutes spell in the first half where it seemed like every single cross were getting <laughs> getting through. He, he couldn't block a thing. But I thought he were all right. <sighs> Basham was a weakling. There's no doubt about that. I think, and as you say, I thought it's, it's really strange what we've got at the moment because I think Anel looks so good in that central position. And I think a lot of it is to do with his pace as well. He's obviously faster than Egan. Hmm. So they weren't really getting behind us at all. And I thought he was fantastic for the most part. He was knackered at the end and gave the ball away. But I'm not going to slag him off for that. Um, and it makes you wonder, 
if, if, he, if he even eager to be fit enough to be on the bench, you know, when Bogle comes off, do we just, you know, if we would have just put him in there, you know what I mean, in the right right centre half spot, would we have? Well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so very late in the game, we took uh, Basham off for trusty, didn't we? Uh, and put yeah, him in the middle and Almadotic on the right. Um, I know we didn't do. We I thought Basham went to right wing back. Oh, did he? Excuse me. Yeah, uh, sorry, but yeah, Bogle came off for. Sorry, trusty. you're right. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Basham sorry. Yeah, Basham went to right wing back and trusty went to central. And I don't think that's the reason we conceded. To be completely honest, I've seen a couple of people nah. say he shouldn't have moved them all around. I think it was just more to do with tiredness. But it does make you wonder. You know, if Egan had to come on, would I don't know. I don't well, know. Been available not... to start the so... game. It sounds like it. He... I don't really know what's gone on here, but um, he obviously started both games with Ireland, Egan, and then isn't yeah. fit enough to make the uh, the twenty man squad for this one. We actually only name eight subs, I think, if this is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Larouche is the other one missing, and Baldock's uh, contusion on his leg kept him out as well. Um, yes, yeah, so it was. It was going to be hard. I thought. Yeah, Armand I thought it was outstanding. I thought Fodringham had another fantastic yeah. game, to be honest. Um, Absolutely fantastic, yeah. And yeah, McBurney. Oh, McBurney was, yeah, phenomenal. And it, I, I've written this down. He had a brilliant 100 minutes and a dumbass 104th minute, which we can get on to, <laughs> because it's mm. a, that's that's a really big miss, not having him next week. I, it is. I'd have kind of fancied our chances against Newcastle a little bit, you know, if he'd... Um, if we'd had him, it's going to be so difficult now, and this is where yeah. the, you know we should have probably bought another striker in realistically. But yep, yep, yep. Uh, the, he probably shouldn't have been on the pitch at that point either, McBurney. I don't think. Like, him, this him is the thing able to run. We only made three substitutions, and we obviously yeah. spread them out as well. You know, would it? I, I, I'm a bit baffled by that, to be honest. That yes. I was looking online, and people say make another sub, and you, you can't because you only get three three sets, and we've done it, so we couldn't make yeah. another sub. But when we brought Trusty on, yeah, that was the last sub, obviously. In my opinion, someone who isn't as good as McBurney, i.e. Traore, or whoever else we could have put up front, even if, I don't know, I know Sula wasn't on the bench, but I don't know, just Slomani, just anybody to run around up front to chase yeah. a ball. We're, we're offering more than McBurney. And just Arthur say you, you've got max 20 minutes. Like You're going to have to play yeah. for maximum 20 minutes. Just run your ass off. Like, it doesn't, that, that it doesn't even it. matter if you don't touch the ball. Like, just yeah. make it hard for them to play 10 players in a half, basically. I suppose the feeling was, and it didn't work, to be conceded off the court, and it's McBurney for set pieces. Yeah, that's, a, that's fair, actually. That's, that's actually a really, really good counter-argument. That might well have been it. But Archer shouldn't have been on because Archer were knackered. I would have yeah. absolutely brought Traore on. And I don't think Traore's probably not ready. I don't, I don't know if it would have changed the, the game, but Traore could run. Yeah. And Archer couldn't run. And, and it, all it would take, you know, we had no out ball whatsoever. I don't know. Maybe in that last minute, you boot the ball out to to Archer just to. Ch- we knew, you know, uh, Armand Odrich tries to pass it out. Obviously, we lose it and they score the winner. I don't know, his Traore's on, maybe uh, Armin Odrich thinks I'm just going to put this into the corner for him to chase because he's, he's got fresh legs and he's got a bit of pace as well, but we used all the subs so there's nothing we could do. No, indeed. Um, in terms of incidents, uh, in the, uh, well, I guess in the, <laughs> I was in the early part of the game, in the first 75 minutes of the game, <laughs> um, McAtee had a, a really good play by Archer this actually, like yeah. really you know well-struck pullback and McAtee gets, on, gets onto it. Oh, Bogle. Was it Bogle? Yeah, it was Bogle. Oh, my bad. I thought that was Archer. Um, You've had too many drinks, mate, again. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that was, that was probably true. Yeah, because um, they, were, they were debating on the comments, because obviously I watched it uh, on a stream, and uh, 
they were wondering whether that had been disallowed for offside. Eh, offside, sorry, for um, going out of play. Oh, OK. A little lucky. But whether it did or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. And a, a good hit by McAtee and uh, Vicario kicks it away with his legs. Um, mm-hmm. We take the lead with a, a, a really shock goal, I suppose. It, it wasn't... Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel like we were getting battered, like you said. But, yeah, I think we, we had a, a sort of counter-attack, didn't we? We won a corner... And it gets cleared on the right hand side, and Jackie Robinson takes a throw in on the right hand side. From the, what have we been saying? What, <laughs> what have we been saying? <laughs> and and look what happens, Hecky. It's, it's, it's just that simple, yeah. isn't it? Um, they were a bit, obviously, because Bernie lets it go out for a throw. Mm. And the commentary goes, that's strange. He just let it, he could have kept that in, I thought. Well, that's what I thought at the time, yeah, because yeah. it was right in front of us, yeah. And I, I thought, what's he doing? And then Robinson came up, and I thought, ah. Right, that we're doing this, are like, And obviously we scored off it. And I have to admit, at that point, I thought we were going to win just because of the way the, the game had gone. Mm. Obviously, I didn't know what other time we were going to be or anything like that. But I thought this is this is incredible. This is just the, exactly the sort of smash and grab that, like I say, Forest were getting all last season. It would have been very Spursy, wouldn't it? I'm sure their exactly own fans probably Spursy, were, yeah. were discussing that uh, before. And it would have been during very Spursy last season. And there's a lot of people. So Tottenham fans, obviously, I'll come on to you know what people said and stuff after, but. They were like saying this shows a different side to us, and it, well, it, it don't really because if this had been last season, you lost one nil. It's only because they changed rules that you've you, you've won, and rightly so. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying I thought. Well, we'll come on to the injury time in a bit, uh, but you know, I thought the the twelve minutes were about right personally, um, and I, I think you would disagree with me. But you know, I'm not saying they didn't. What I'm trying to say is I'm not saying. They, you know they didn't deserve to win or anything like that, but last season they wouldn't have won. That's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, so this Hamer goal, long throw by Robinson, bounces in their box, and a fantastic finish by Hamer, who already after five games looks an excellent signing. I mean, we were saying that after after one game of him, to be fair, but yeah, uh, just you know runs onto it first time with his left foot in off the far post against one of the better goalkeepers in the Premier League so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, a fantastic finish and yeah as I said great great scenes in that away end um, should probably mention the guy tumbling <laughs> down the uh, tumbling down the flag the I mean I've, I've, not, I've, right. honest, I've not I've not brought myself to watch any Tottenham vlogs yet but I probably no. will but I want to get another angle of that <laughs> see how where he ends up <laughs> yeah somebody uh, somebody in the United End goes Rolling very, uh, very gracefully down the big sort of uh, rainbow yeah. flag in the corner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Have, I, have I missed anything major? I mean, obviously Spurs had a bunch of shots. You touched on this earlier. Yeah, we did pretty well in this game. I thought defensively. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I mean, they had. I think I'm just bringing it up. I think they had 28 shots. It's a lot of shots. Like let's, 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 let's beat around the bush. But they weren't. That many good chances, like even there were the... a couple. I think the one in the first half that I can think of is one where, and I can't, it might have been Basuma, it runs round and, and uh, Fodrigan comes out, you know, to block it, save it. That's that's the probably the closest they got. They had one that just went wide as well. Yeah, but there were no bits where I thought, well, that's him. Or wow, unbelievable save wise. You pulled off good saves, but yeah, I think maybe all of them. You thought, yeah, I sort of expect him to make them. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember him like pushing too many away. Like there weren't that many fingertip saves there. There were a lot of just like, oh, he's, you know, he's done well. He's just he's just handled that well. Um, the best fingertip save he made, of course, was outside the penalty area. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing, man? Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he only got booked. I was just like, because I, I thought the rules were still sending off. 
And he handballed it because obviously they changed the rules. It used to be if you handle I think this is the rules. I don't know what the rules are. Oh, anymore, but I, I thought that if you handled it outside the area, you were immediately sent off. And I saw a few Spurs fans say that after they thought it were. He should have been sent off, but the rules have changed, and now it's just a yellow card unless he's denying a, yeah, a goal. Yeah, that's, thought, that's oh, what God, I thought. Sent off. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was. It had to be, you know, kind of like a foul. It takes into account yeah. whether it was an actual chance, and him just having a little wander outside his penalty area and choosing to flip it back with his hand. Uh, mm. It wasn't a chance that he that he denied. So that seemed that seemed. But like I think that final fifteen minutes of the half from Tottenham or whatever, that maybe from about I don't know twenty five to forty something like that. They were really good, Tottenham, and they got behind us and they created half chances and you thought, it's just a matter of time. I don't think in the second half they really did that much in an attacking sense. No, I, I thought I got this written down, but I haven't. But they, they had like quite a low XG per shot. Um, it's two all game, weren't it, I think? Yeah, they had a total of two expected goals. But in terms of like on a per shot basis, oh, yeah. Yeah. it was actually quite low. So, um, you know, much lower than ours, for example, because we shot less, but we shot in good positions you know we tried to yeah. work five or six good positions and and yeah. managed to do that quite quite successfully so yeah they they did sort of you know uh pepper the goal a bit but it was a yeah a lot of it was from long range or you know with a lot of players in the way i thought we defended our box pretty well even the goals themselves aren't it's not amazing chances i mean yeah it's annoying that um richarlison gets free from a corner but he's still got a fair bit to do and obviously the kuliszewski yeah. winner is a really really good strike, you know, it sort is. of ducking inside yeah. and uh, uh, going back across Fodringham. Um, Just going back, by the way, though, maybe the, the the big thing of the first half was the fact there was only three minutes stoppage time, because there's a lot of talk that that's been put on, <laughs> put onto the end of the uh, of the second half. Three minutes to me seems really really low. I don't know what it was like there. I thought, I mean, you know, Fodringham got booked. That seemed to take at least a couple of minutes. There were a couple of players going down corners and stuff like that. I thought there'd be at least five minutes injury time. There were only three. Yeah, maybe. I, I didn't really lose sleep over that, to be honest, at the time. In you know, yeah. one of a, uh, a better phrase, I suppose. It was like, well, you know, what what really is the difference between three and five minutes, I suppose, at, mm-hmm. this, at this stage? Um, it didn't feel... I don't know. So, OK, let's talk time-wasting. Um, yes, we time-wasted in this game. Shock. Like, <laughs> that that never happens, does it? And when a, a worse no. team plays a better team. No, I, the, uh... You what, Sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right. Sorry, oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm way off base here, and it doesn't seem like too many people agree with me. But I didn't think it. I didn't think it was that bad. Like me and Eggy, um, who obviously was uh, stood next to me at the match, like we were like looking round at the Spurs fans, like, "What are you on about?" Like, because it was from pretty much the first whistle. Mm-hmm. You know, every time we got a throw in or a goal kick, and it's like. Well, we're not going to kick it immediately, are we? Because we've got all our players are still in our box, and so like your strikers are stood on our defenders. We're not. I don't know. I, I thought the the crowd um, amped up a bit of pressure on the referee from a time wasting perspective. Um, and yes, we did time waste. Obviously, I, I just I didn't think it was that egregious to be honest. So it got worse probably as the game went on, and we took a one 0 lead, which again that happens in literally every game of football I've yeah. ever seen at any yeah. level. Um but yeah, I was I was like, what are you whinging about? It's it's really not that bad right now. And um yeah, the ref had a really bizarre it's game. I, I can't believe this yesterday. Fourteen yellow cards in this yeah. game. I had they no idea. Yeah, they weren't even about I don't think there was, yeah. Four for Fourteen yellow cards and a red. <laughs> yeah, four yellows for Spurs and obviously uh yeah, uh, so have I got the right four? 
Do we go? We don't have ten yellow cards. Have I got this mixed up? Oh, cards. Sorry, the subs. Six so, yellows for Spurs and yeah. uh, an eight for us, of which two went to McBurney, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah, just uh, I don't know. It's it is it was frustrating. Like it, I, I, it just made for a slightly more antagonistic atmosphere, I think, than I was expecting. And I wonder how much of that was down to Spurs really expected to hammer us in this it, game. It was down it to made that. for a more frustrating experience for them i'm absolutely convinced look i thought when when after watching the stream and i thought nine or ten minutes is going to go added on and to be honest the majority of that for me and i haven't watched it back so i might be wrong here if there's any spurs fans listening they might say well this happened and that happened and i'm happy to be proven wrong it's just i was sorry at the time i thought a big one were wes needing butterfly stitches or whatever it was that he had to have yeah. that's why saying that's a dive and he you know he, he took ages he actually you know you could see Obviously, on the cameras, he, has, he did have a cut under yeah, his Yeah, he gets smashed with a forearm in his face, yeah. which is not a great yeah. challenge in itself by Spurs. Um, no, no. Well, I think it would have been harsh to be. I've seen our fans say he should have been sent off. Probably harsh, that, to be honest. Yeah. Booking probably about right. But, but you can in- see why he was down for a little yeah, while, can't Yeah, you? He, he does have a cut. And then the ball, the ball situation, where they were just about, you know, the throwing that were their own fans, by the way, throwing balls onto the pitch, and there were two balls on, and then another ball, and and that took about two or three minutes because he had to come over to the bench and all that, and you know, talk to the ball boys and everything like that, and that was about seven minutes of the game. So if we time wasted, at which you know people we time wasted about five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Because the one was a real foul, which he he absolutely needed treatment for, and the other one were their fans. Messed about the ball. I, I'm not no problem with the 12 minutes because I think it might have been about right. What I do have a, a bit of an, I and mean, we were time wasting. I'm not saying we weren't, but what, what have these people never seen football before? You know, that's what you have to do. That the, the only way teams like us can get results in this division is by doing cynical things like that. Yeah. Everyone claps Burnley. Well, oh, Burnley played the right Simon Jordan this morning on Talk Sport. I didn't listen to it. Someone said. You know, what a contrast to, you know, Burnley to Sheffield United. Burnley turned up to three teams, played the right way, and got absolutely battered and come nowhere near close to getting a point. It might be better overall. I don't know. We'll see, obviously. But in these games against City and uh, Spurs, they've got hammered. They've been nowhere. We've come close in both of those games because of these, you know, because of the tactics or whatever that we've used. And it might not be great to watch, but if you want... Good football to watch. Give us some of your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it does come down to that a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wrote something for uh, uh, the the BBC Sport site. Uh, mm. It's just been just been published just before we started recording, um, and I, I tackled this subject. And I, I'm a little bit like uh, just asking questions here in my, in my piece. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Just yeah, saying. yeah. Um, <laughs> but like this, this, this new sort of directive on timekeeping rules is. I, I put it to you that it is bad for the game, and of course it I'm going to say this right now. Like, of course I'm, you know, a bit salty that my team just got stung with it. But if you take a step back and try and be objective, I think this is bad for football because it just makes it even less likely that there'll be an upset. Yeah, because they're taking all the tools and the little bit of tools that lower teams had, and they'll say. Yeah, but it's better for the game. No one wants to see time wasting. No, yeah, I agree. You know, it is annoying when people... But some of the greatest games that we've ever seen, World Cup games and stuff like that, where, you know, Japan beat Germany. I remember them time wasting at the end. And we were all behind them. Yeah, keep it in corner, keep it... Because everyone wants to see that shot. You want the story, don't you? You want the story. If you're a neutral. Yeah, 
yeah, you know, if, if we, we, we do go to football for entertainment, but really it's more important than that. Tottenham fans aren't, weren't moaning because we were time-wasting because it ruined the game. They were mm. moaning because it gave them, it seemed like it was going to give them less, less chance to get into the game. Yeah, we were slowing it down. They weren't going, oh, this is bad for football. They were going, yeah, we did it last season. I'm not going to be an hypocrite. We had teams last season. Um, I'm trying to think who, there was a game last season where the goal they were taking ages to take the kit. I can't remember that being Birmingham at home or someone like that. And we go, come on, get a move on. Blah, blah, blah. And we weren't thinking, we want to see a great game. We were thinking, <laughs> we want to bloody score. Do you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> stop messing about, booking referee. And the difference, of course, think, last season was we would have played three or four minutes of injury time and not yeah, 12. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And we, um, I think Rotherham were like time-wasting last season at, at the end. And I don't blame them. You know, at the time, I was furious, obviously. But that's what the, how are Rotherham going to come to Bromley Lane without time-wasting to get three points? It's a similar sort of situation. What's really annoyed me is I think the most of the, the football in neutrals, it seems, are behind what Eckingbottom said. Um, but all the punditry and stuff like that, there's so hard that... Well, this is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see that. Who, who, who said that? Who wanted to see 115 minute games? Where have you decided that? Yeah, because um, yeah. it's almost like they, they, because they're so wrapped up in this bubble, of the top six and what's well, oh, you know, the Premier League, the greatest league in the world. They don't seem to realise that by introducing five subs and expanding, you know, injury time to the point where it's you know 13 to 15 minutes or whatever it is. It's just going to completely ruin any sort of competition in in terms of the bottom half and the top half. Maybe ultimately that's what uh, you know decision makers in the game are happier with, but uh, I'm not. I don't like it. Like, yeah, no, you no, know, no, and no, I'll, no. I'll be the same next season when we're not in the Premier League. Like you know, I, I I want to watch a game of football knowing there's a chance of an upset. Like I'm I'm already bored of the title race. I'm actually won yeah. all five games. Like they they might win every game yeah. this season. Like that's this. Sorry, just before I forget, this is the other thing as well. Is Tottenham are going to be doing the same against Man City if they won the up next week or whatever they play? Or Arsenal? They got Arsenal. Or Arsenal? Arsenal. So, yeah, yeah, they're they going to be doing. Yeah. Arsenal did it at Everton. It, it were only four minutes, but they did, you know, in the last four minutes of the game, they were messing about. You know, back in the corners and stuff like that. Every team does it. Every and they'll say you were you know over the top. And I, 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 Tim Sherwood was saying. Oh, they were lucky it were only 12 minutes. Well, it's, you're talking utter nonsense. And why does it have to change to this degree? We've had football for like 100 years. I, you know, people have complained about time wasting, but I've never seen it as like some huge issue that everyone's been banging on about for years. Yeah. my uh, I've said this in the, the BBC Sport thing. It's like, we just this is just like another tilt of the field, basically, because... Yeah. The best teams, they already have the best players by definition. They generally have the best managers unless they've got a, you know mental owners that haven't got a clue what they're doing. Yep. Uh, they have the deepest pockets, of course. They have the biggest yep. and best squads, they, which they can now use with the five subs thing. VAR generally will you know, generally will yeah. favour the bigger team, the better team, not a, not in a biased way, just that they'll have more opportunities to win penalties. So yep. you remove that like random element of like. You know, there's a clear penalty, and the referee just doesn't see it. Well, now that you know, now that's that opportunity is gone. They're going to be in the box more. You know, potentially forcing more like tired handballs or tired trips and things like that. And now this, which is essentially just keep playing, like you know, just play an yeah, extra 15 playing. minutes. Like the the lesser team is shattered. They don't yeah, have as good. Yeah. They don't have as good players to bring on. Um, yeah, and so yeah, you just keep the the longer the basically it comes down to this: the the longer you play a game of football, the more likely it is that the better team will win. 
And they'll say. I don't really like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, now and they'll say, well, that's good. You know, the best team yeah, should win. Yeah, I, I get that argument, but I don't. However, know. that's not what makes football great. And everyone yes. says, oh, "What's great about football? You never know what's going to happen." We sort of do now, and I think we, we're sort of seeing with the start of the the, the league with the three promoter clubs, Luton are getting stick all over the place as well. Yeah, this is what this is what it becomes. And Tottenham fans might be happy about it. They'll not be happy in a couple of weeks when yeah. you know when the reverse happens. And I, I just. Yeah, you're taking teams have to find a way to win, and this is what I've been really frustrated about with Man City fans and Tottenham fans after, and they've said the same to Luton as well. Uh, for you know, for making they've made games difficult as well. I think they lost to one uh, 0 for it at Fulham. I think their fans were, were digging them out and stuff, and it's almost like this feel like to me Spurs and Tottenham from what just gathering the view from. You can't judge your fan base on on online con, you know what they say online, but. That like spoiled brats. It's almost like, how dare you come here and try to win? How, who yeah. do you think you are? You should just come, get hammered, go home, shut up. Yeah, and that's basically like what Burnley. Simon Jordan said today as well. Simon Jordan has basically said, oh, how refreshing that company didn't moan about the handball decision. A, it were handball. B, uh, why, why is that good? So we just shut up. Oh, sorry, yes, we're, we're grateful to be here in your big stadium. Get us out of this league. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that was you know that was kind of the sentiment on the uh, around the ground and public transport on the way back as well. There yeah, was a, it was a very how dare you attitude from. That's it, and that's what it is. Again, not every single Spurs fan, but certainly the ones who were being vocal to people wearing United shirts, which I was not. Um, yeah, that was it, it. That did leave a bit of a sour taste. To be honest, it was like you won, like you you got the thing you wanted. You got all the extra time, and you, you won the game. You're so angry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we should be well, the angry ones. I don't understand I, what. I, I think it is. I think it is entitlement, and they'll say we're not entitled. Well, you are because you're moaning about a game that you've won, yeah. and you're moaning about a team that have tried to do something different. You know, you turned up to Tottenham last week and beat them five two because they tried to attack you. We've also looked at that and said, we're not going to be able to do that. Let's try and frustrate him. Let's try and waste a bit of time. It's not new tactics. You know, people are saying, who were it who said? I can't remember some other idiiot pundit was saying, it. <laughs> oh, that, well, he's not even a pundit. Majestic. It was Majestic. Majestic Tottenham fan on Top Sport was <laughs> saying, uh, it was saying, oh, it were a, a masterclass in time wasting. Well, again, it weren't because we lost. And, <laughs> and two, Another another reason is that it's not there was nothing that un- we deserved to get the added time on in my opinion I think that was probably right let's not pretend it was some sort of bizarre and if it's that bad you should have sent someone off then yeah that's it that's I mean I have a word count on this BBC thing so I couldn't get into that but like there's got to be a better way to stop time wasting yeah. than just than to play Keep like playing. I mean we're playing an extra fifteen minutes so what's that like it's like an extra twenty percent of the game basically. Mm. Mm. Like not, well, yeah. not quite that much, but um, yeah. It's, just it's, it's a big chunk of the game. Okay, go. <laughs> keep keep ranting, keep ranting. Sorry, I did this last time I played Tottenham away um, into because it, 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 it was the VAR situation. You were lunch room. Remember having a rant on that? I don't expect. I don't want people to think like you know. Well, what you know? What, what kind of analysis do you want on Sheffield United or anything? We've got one point from five. They're not. I don't expect the country to be saying brave Sheffield United or anything like that. And I don't think there's an agenda against us. We were probably the most praised team in the league when Wilder was the manager in the first season. What I hate is the lack, the, just the lack of research into. You're, you're there for scenery. It feels like hmm. you're not Tret as an equal. You're not Tret. You know, Keown. Go back to Keown where he said everything we do go goes through Norgard. <laughs> 
And, you know, the Totally Football Show, which I used to listen to and I refuse to listen to now because they were talking after the Palace. Sheffield United are definitely down because they lost to Palace and they looked awful. Well, do some research and have a look why that were. Have a look at the team that we put out. And then they said today, you know, oh, Eckingbottom, he's coming, just sounded like an old Sunday League manager or something like that. He's just thinking, no, he isn't. Everyone, every, look online and the fans are agreeing with him. The only people who aren't are yourselves. You know, the Chris Sutton and Simon Jordan talk about an interview that they clearly aren't heard and not mentioning the main point that Eckingbottom were making, which were about McBurney sending off. Hmm. McBurney sending off for the second year and for turning around and saying he's pulling my shirt. We all saw Pickford swearing at the linesman on Sunday and not getting set. And he's talking about the inconsistencies. Don't mention that. I don't know why that's because they know they can't argue against it or because they just haven't actually heard the interview. I'm not sure. Mm. Don't get a DJ who's a Spurs fan on Talk Sport with no comeback, you know, saying <laughs> nonsense about, again, about something he's not seen. Well, they're it, just trying to rile us up, aren't they? And, uh, I, and it's worked. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. But get it does clicks. annoy me because it does. this is what I hate about when we talk about the Premier League and stuff. You are there to provide the scenery for the big clubs. And that's why a load of people don't like being in the league. And that's why... You know, more and more people are saying they should have effed off to the Super League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, so, I, like I said, I feel quite upbeat about how we actually played the game, if you like. Um, but yeah, a bit of a well, a significant sour taste afterwards, I suppose. Which I've, mm. I've kind of just ducked my head down. Like I, I just don't want to. I don't want to engage with all this. To be honest, it's, you know, like I said, you won the game. Like congratulations. Like you got the thing you wanted. You know. Do we all, do we need to have this big pile on basically, which is which is how it feels? But yeah, I like you. I, I would just I'd rather have a different approach to stopping time wasting, namely just just put players like sooner and say like if you do that again, I am going to send you off. Like be very very clear if you time waste again, if you take like you know just do something ridiculous, you're just going to get sent off and you're going to have to. That's deal it. With That'd be so much better, and it'd stop it. Yeah, um, because yeah, I. I I think just like playing this extra twelve minutes at the end. I mean, look at the players that Spurs brought on. They, I mean, God knows how much these players cost. So they brought on. Let me see. We're bringing on Austin Trusty for a, a shattered Jaden Bogle and Tom Davis on debut. Trusty, yeah. And Tom yeah. Davis is coming off the bench for his debut. I think as well. Did he? Put yeah, his debut. And he's on? obviously not played for about fifteen years. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. They minutes before triple substitution. Richarlison, I think they spent sixty million on. Yeah. Brennan Johnson, fifty odd million. <laughs> Perisic, who's like a World Cup finalist. Yeah, that's their triple sub, and they end up playing uh, an extra twenty five minutes. Essentially, they come on like the eighty 80th minute. I think the referee blew the whistle on one hundred and four. Yeah. I mean that's just mad. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's right, I was yeah. thinking this afterwards. I was like, we yeah. we took the lead in the seventy third minute. Ordinarily, I'm thinking twenty minutes to hold out, like maybe yeah, yeah. maybe twenty one, like on a twenty two on an absolute bad day. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, now, nah, mate, you you got thirty five minutes left yet? Like, you, and it's like you said, you, you I think you put the nail on the, the the best comment you made. I think we're about. It's not just the players that they can bring on compared to us. It's the fact that your players are already shattered from running around after these. You know, more, how are you supposed to bridge the gap? I, I just don't yeah. understand. Well, the answer is you have to time waste like hell and hope for the best. That's it. And then you get, you get done for that. So, you know, you can't do that either because everyone complains about that like spoiled brat. So, no. you can't. You can't. You just basically... That's, Tottenham fans are saying they bring nothing to this league, Sheffield United. Well, well we're we not do. supposed we, to. Like, this is, this... No, no. And, and you've just straight past us. 
you want to play Burnley because you hammer them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's why you want them in the league. You're happy. Well, they're all right because they come up, they play football, and we can show our skills and we don't get frustrated. We probably are going to go down, but we're, we are going down and we're fighting because, and we're fighting in the probably the only realistic way that we have a chance of surviving is doing what we're doing. Yeah, certainly against these teams. Yeah, I, I mean, there's no. Yeah. We're not going to play. We didn't play this against Everton, obviously. No, we didn't. No, or Palace. Uh, yeah, for oh, Forest. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but against the super heavyweights, you, we've just got no choice unless you want to do a bit. Well, we do have a choice, and that is to do what Burnley did and get hammered. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know, it, like very heated conversation, not against each other here, obviously, but we, we, we've got yeah. some heated emotions about this one. I, Spurs absolutely deserve to win this game. Like, they did. Know, no one. 28 you know shots. But of course Straight. they did. Yeah, of course, yeah. Straight after the game, I said, do you know what? It was horrible, that, but you can't say Spurs didn't say They deserved it. The, the, all, the rest of it is noise, really. And it's noise that we're making as well. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's only af- the aftermath and seeing the reaction of their fans and the punditry that it's got me mad. I wasn't mad about the defeat. I was, up, mm. you know, gutted. But I wasn't thinking, bloody Spurs, you know. I, just, I thought, you know what? They absolutely deserved it. And, you know, we pushed them, fair enough, whatever. You know, it, it just happens. It's only the aftermath of like, how dare they come up and start trying to win games in such ways? And uh, yeah, yeah, it, was, uh, <laughs> it just felt very punching down after the, the post-match stuff has been very punching down. It's like you know, back in your box and yeah, see you, see you in a few years. Get back to the championship where you deserve. It's like, all right, yeah, well, you you will have the last laugh. That's that's the top flight of uh, English football, I suppose. This is the other thing, like. With this, um, with this sort of tilting the field thing I was talking about, like just advantageous towards the better teams, it's worse in the Premier League because you can't get promoted out of the Premier League. So <laughs> the best teams just stay there, getting better. Whereas in the EFL, if you if you have a talent, I mean, like you try and pick a matchup in the Championship where there's as much of a talent disparity there as there was on Saturday. No. I mean, maybe it'll be. Oh, I don't even know who's top of the championship at the moment. Who's top of the championship? So Ipswich. Leicester. And... But, oh, no, Preston, actually. But, yeah, they're obviously oh, ones there. They're, really? all, they're always top. Like, let's, say, <laughs> let's say Leicester as an example. Like but, Leicester against Wednesday, for example. Like That's probably yeah. as close to a a mismatch in the championship as you can get. It's not even close <laughs> to what we had on Saturday. Rotherham um, played Leicester a couple of weeks ago. And I think they lost 2-1, last-minute goal, Leicester. But Rotherham went 1-0 up. I think they went 1-0 up. They had a goal disallowed. And by all accounts, they deserved a point out of it. Leicester won because they had that more quality, but it was nothing like this. Yeah. So, you know, those adding on the time, it's not as much of an advantage, I don't think, because the, the talent disparity isn't as great in the EFL, even because the very best teams get promoted and the very worst teams yeah. get relegated. And then there's like a re, um, I don't know, realignment of your relative ability levels, I suppose. But yeah, not like that in the old Premier League, mate. You come and up the, and you the, get the, slapped the, and you try and like it. It's, uh, not many teams come up from League One to the Championship and go straight back down. It's not a usual like it is in the Premier League, where they mm. struggle to the points that you know that we we do because the gaps nowhere near as big. Look at Ipswich, are like are they second or something like that? They might not. Sunderland last year got in the playoffs. You know, you can you can't Luton. You know, they come up all these divisions and compete and ended up in the Premier League. It, you can compete, and this is this is like you know it's all Manchester in a cloud. The Premier League, I get that, and things move on, but. I don't like being in the league purely because I, I don't feel like I just at least in competitive. I, I, for me, if Sheffield United win, I don't care if they win if we're in League Two or the Premier League. That weekend makes me happy if we win. Mm. If we lose, I feel rubbish. In the Premier League, I'm going to feel rubbish most weeks because we're going to lose most weeks because it's it's not competitive. Yeah, 
yeah, unfortunately. Um, there you go. I, feel, I don't know. I feel like we ended up straying into sour grapes anyway. But um, yeah, well, come on. Can like it be sour, sour grapes, grapes when you you know you honestly say like Spurs deserve to win the game? And yes, we did time waste. I just I just don't like the way that this is set up, like the structure of this, and That's it. taking away the opportunity for an upset. I suppose, but yeah, another one. Uh, another I think one the thing is as well. By. Is that with the Prem? I think that what's so sort of demoralising for me is that we all want to be there. You want to be there for financial reasons, big bigger games, and all this sort of stuff. Realistically, the best thing you can hope for long term is being Crystal Palace. Do Crystal Palace even want to be Crystal Palace? <laughs> you know, it's boring, isn't it? And I think that's what, what I mean with the comp. Whatever you think about the Championship, you know, Birmingham are always in the bottom half, but they could have a season one year where they get top six and. You know, defy the odds, and, and others feel that season they finished fourth from bottom one year. Then they got in the playoff final the year after Forest came out of nowhere. Mm. I think what's so with, with the Prem for me is that you, you really can a club of our stature can probably just about hope to be Crystal Palace. Brighton's got a billionaire chairman, so you can't put them into it. No, exactly. Um, and Brentford have their you know multi-billion recruiting setup, don't they with all the yeah uh... and it's still early days for them they might come down in a couple of years you don't know so. yeah um, I had one sort of final thing to say on this I can't remember what it was now something to do with uh... sorry oh, I don't want a butter in today so no 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 it's, it's quite alright um, I, I think it was yeah. uh, I think it was Dead Bart said this on the uh, the brilliant performance art Tufty Club on the uh, recorded on the train home <laughs> on Saturday yeah. he, he just arrived at a point where he was like well what's the point and <laughs> he did also. He did ask, "What's the point of being in the Premier League?" But like, you know, how are you supposed to stay in it then? Or words to that effect. You know, yeah, what, yeah, what is yeah, like yeah. the long term plan? Well, I think the answer is like, yeah, we have to. We just have to scrap for everything and get through that first season, mm. and hope you can then, you know, Build. maybe maybe you get a new owner, and uh, maybe that new owner can afford to run your club properly, and you can use the, you know, the next year's worth of TV money to sign better players, and as you say. Try and get yourself to a level where you're Crystal Palace, you make the FA Cup final every now and again, you finish mm. between 12th and 15th every year, you, <laughs> you you beat a few of the big teams every now and again. You're like, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but you uh, you know, you know you do get those those highlight moments. But yeah, right now we have to do everything, every little angle we can possibly can to just try and scrape to 30 points or whatever and hope that yeah. three teams have less, less points. And um, yeah, I, I'm not going to condone... The method at this point, like like we said earlier, no. I don't expect us to dominate teams. I, I my absolute upper limit of expectation is that we can do what Forest did last season, and that's be second best, but still win seven or eight mm. games and hopefully yeah. draw the rest. And that to to sort of round off this discussion, I feel like we could do that. I feel like I've seen enough from the last four games, or certainly the last three games, to believe that we can actually do that. Um, even when we're playing the the best two teams in the league, so um, yeah, there's there's some encouragement there, I think. Yeah. Uh, anything? Uh, actually, just a, a couple of quick notes, just on the the rest of the game. Uh, Luke Thomas, I thought very good. Yeah, played, I really uh, impressed him. Yeah, solid. Two minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah looks because uh, that was challenging, obviously playing mm. um, playing that attack over that period of time. I thought Jack Robinson was outstanding, like probably yeah. his, possibly his best game of the season, and he's been good yeah. the rest of the season as well. So. Um, yeah, good job by him. Uh, I don't know about bringing Norwood on, um, although, you know, you look at the rest of the bench and... What, I think it was just choice? a case of, you know, we needed some fresh lay. I actually thought Suza were pretty poor in this game. I've seen people put stats yeah. up, so maybe I'm wrong. And it's hard watching on a stream, as you, you, as people have done it before. No, you can't... It's difficult to get a full 
you know, good thing in the game. But I thought he was quite poor. They were running, you know, running through him. And I'm hoping that's just a fitness thing. Um, I think we, I mean, Hamer got cramp or whatever he got, and he had to come off. And I suppose that it was normal Slomani or uh, Davis to bring on, and normal yeah. the the safe yeah. pair of hands. But yeah, it didn't really work. I mean, he's certainly the fittest of those ones, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I almost don't want to talk about this, but uh, my, my dislike for James Madison was already at very high levels going into this game. And uh, yeah, he might be my most disliked footballer in uh, in the Premier League, or at least my most disliked footballer that um, hasn't been accused of a hideous crime. Um, just just <laughs> yeah, put well, that yeah. caveat well in covered. there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, th- I don't. I think he's. Um, people say if he played for you, you'd love him. No, I'm, nah. he's not. He's not even like a good wind-up merchant. You know, he did that thing at the end where he was pretending to have cramp. I just think it makes him look like a baby. He obviously got so wound up about it, and he's even his manager just long to get up. Um, but yeah, he's he's just B B Tech Grealish, isn't he? It's he not is. a bad thing to be. But, no, no. I mean, know. that's why he's played for a top club and uh, yeah. played for England and stuff. But yeah, he's, he seems like a, a quite an unpleasant personality on the pitch. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, he way, like the way he plays the game. Um, likes his Sunday dinner, though, doesn't he? Bosses his Sunday dinner. He, so. he does really know how to dominate a Sunday dinner, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not having that being a foul, by the way. You know, the Basham uh, trip. In <sighs> like... Madison chucks himself up in the air. Perhaps if he doesn't do that, maybe the referee makes a different decision. Yeah. But the fact that VAR looked at that and yeah. did not give it to, uh, you know, did not give a foul on England star Madison at home <laughs> yeah. to Spurs uh, suggests that they don't think it's a foul either. So, you know, yeah. stop flopping and chucking yourself about, you idiot. Um, yeah. Anyway, should we move on? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's yeah. forget about that and move on to the next big team we've got now a chance now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good day. I'll just I'll just put that out there again. Yeah. Um, I was very very grateful to score a ticket in the ballot. I was even um, I'm even more grateful that Sp- uh, Fulham didn't sell out um, immediately. So I'll yeah, to get a ticket yeah, to that to as well. So looking forward to that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I had um, good time with uh, with Eggy with uh, Dave and Mark from Tufty Club. Uh, went round a couple of very nice tap houses in uh, like the Walthamstow area. And, I didn't throw in a pizza jar. That's that's, that's that's slander from drunken people, by the way, recording a podcast there. Um, yeah, anyway, it was a good day, basically. And uh, yeah, it's good to see us score. I've, I've enjoyed the fact that we've actually looked like scoring and have scored. I think we, you know, we've now scored a quarter of the goals that we did in that COVID season. So. Mm. That's uh, that's that's progress. <laughs> it makes yeah. it makes it makes the ninety minutes more enjoyable. Um, yeah. Do Do you want to talk about this hecking bottom Wilder rumor? Brief. I'm aware we've talked for like fifty odd minutes, so I, I almost don't want to give it the time of day. But I don't. I mean, I, I don't know anymore in football. But it, it, why? I just don't get it. I don't know. There probably be something in it. Even probably for something... United, that would be yeah mental. There all, what I mean by there probably be something in it is you know. It's probably been someone said, oh, we could get him back. And then all of a sudden it's a massive story. But then now there's people who's, you know, whose sort of opinion or knowledge or whatever that I, I you know, side with or whatever, but or, or I uh, acknowledge. But, and they say, like, you know, they think it could happen and stuff like that. There's a couple of people on the S2 forum who've got a few things right. And I just, I hope not. Not nothing they get, you know, Wilder were fantastic to it. I just don't, what's he going to do differently? Yeah, I feel like it would be a huge backward step at this point. 
Like, yeah. apart, from, apart from anything else, I mean, <laughs> Hecky Potter absolutely deserves this full season and yeah. then some. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah uh, maybe this is all I want to say about it right now. But um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's doing a, a great job, Hecky Potter. That was his hundredth game in charge United, and uh, yeah, he's uh, as I said a few weeks ago. I think um, you know my, my respect for him just grows with every bit of adversity yeah. that gets thrown at him. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really, uh, really bizarre. Yeah, so don't do really. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, ideally don't do that. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got Newcastle next. Uh, as I say, it came out, you know, the, maybe under a sneaky bit of pressure. Newcastle. They won in the they league. They beat, they beat, uh, beat Brentford one nil with a penalty. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think they've, they've not been in anywhere near their, you know, as good as they were last season so far. Got Milan, AC Milan on Wednesday, I think. Uh, tonight. Tonight is it? Yeah, yep. they get they got fined for not, you know, flying a plane in a massive storm. Have you seen that? No, <laughs> ridiculous. They got, uh, yeah, they get fined by FIFA because they were two hours late or something to turn up for the whatever time you had to turn up because the plane wouldn't fly because they were a storm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, but ridiculous. Anyway, but yeah, so um, yeah, so they're uh, they might be a bit tired. They might rest a few players. I think the extra day will probably be. Enough for them to not, you know, for that not to be a big issue or anything. But yeah, I think the McBurney thing's massive with this. Mm. I think if he'd have been fit, we might have had a a decent chance to pull something off. But I think it's going to be so difficult now. Yeah, I'm just to be fair to Newcastle, I've not really paid attention to this so far. <laughs> They've had a really tough little run there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah Man City yeah. away, Liverpool at home, and uh, Brighton away. Um, so not totally surprising, but at the same time. Yeah, they, they've got six points from their opening five games. Like, uh, uh, a little bit of pressure on Eddie Howe. I'm, he did a fantastic job last season, but uh, it's, it's sort of a whole new ball game now, isn't it? Like trying to become a regular in the Champions yeah. League. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, what do you reckon we do team-wise? Because I, I, I wonder if we'll not be just dropping another striker in and maybe we'll play another midfielder we'll... instead. Yeah, I've got a feeling. My, my, my main issue with this game is the outball. Uh, obviously, McBurney's been fantastic for us with that. Um, and we saw when he was knackered that we had no outball. And we saw, we've seen the, the two games he didn't play, we had no outball. I've got a feeling, I mean, we don't even know if Sewell's fit, but I, I've got a feeling we'll play Archer and maybe Hamer and McAtee off him. Yeah. And then maybe Norwood or maybe even Tom Davis in midfield, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's probably what I would do as well. Yeah, mm. w- wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, yeah. Get get McAtee more involved as well. Really hard to comment on his game against Spurs. He yeah. just hardly saw the ball, did he? Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah so. People slagging him off about it, and I get it. But I, we weren't set up to create loads of chances, and that's what he's there for, basically. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still still slight confidence, not the right word, but I think we can get something out of Newcastle, um, um, which would be delightful. Obviously, we've been so close. Oh. We just need like one of these games to just. Just, just we need to just get lucky. Basically, we ha- we haven't been lucky so far. I don't think, right? Yeah. Am I being a biased fan here? No, I've, I, look, I'd say we've been probably been second best in every game. But yes, the games that we've again, I'm not counting the first two. So two of those games against against Man City and Tottenham, you're going to be second best. And one of them against Everton, we might have been. A, we created a better chances against Everton, but they probably have more control of the game. I do think we'll get better and better once the team starts gelling and, and knowing each other and getting fitter and things. But if we had a nice run coming up now, I think, you know, if we had to play, if we had Fulham away next and then Wolves at home, I'd be really, really sort of thinking, you know what, we, 
really on the right tracks here. I think we can do something. I just worry that the fixtures that we've got coming up, you know, pretty unlikely to get points out of Newcastle and West Ham on paper. Mm. Is that going to knock the confidence levels? And that's what we can't let happen, basically. Yeah, true. That yeah, absolutely. That's that's probably more important than not getting any points out of the next two games. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm sat here feeling like I don't feel like we've not won a game. If you know what I mean, like I, I don't. I, I'm not too down in the dumps about the team because I feel like there's some fun players to watch and we've yeah, yeah stayed yeah. stay competitive. Um, yeah, we we what we don't want to do is end up at a stage where yeah we're we're not competitive and it's. It's, it's all over and we're just ticking off the games at the end of the season but yeah. hopefully yeah. that will not come to pass uh, one Sheffield United team did win this weekend and that is Sheffield yes. United yeah. finally um, so what is that That's five games played by the men I think and four by the women and ninth ninth attempt we've got to win they beat Lewis uh, who were bottom of the championship so it was one of those it was like gotta have this one really but um, yeah. yeah still important to get that first win so and I saw uh, your tweet as well when they were um, what 10 minutes to go or whatever like injury time you're like I'm definitely not scarred from this like. <laughs> I know yeah oh, 10 minutes of injury times there was a there was a bad injury to be fair um, to one of the Lewis players so hopefully she's alright um, but yeah when I saw 10 minutes of injury time I was like, oh my god like, what could possibly go wrong with a team United team winning 1-0 going into 10 minutes of injury time but I'm pleased to say they uh, they saw it out very nicely indeed. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's great. They go to an international break now, um, and yeah, the the men resume Sunday four thirty in it, which is quite a nice time for. Um, it's not a couple of pints before. Uh, right. Should be all right, shouldn't it? Right. I've marked my card for um, Manu at home makes. It's the same day as the uh, oh, it's the last day. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Kelm Island Beer Festival, I think it is. If that's even what yeah. it's called. Um, that is on the day of the Man U game, which is an 8pm 8, 8 kickoff. So, uh, yeah. Steel City Beer and Cider Festival, I think it is. Beautiful, uh, but, but it is at Kalamard. Um Yeah, so that could be a, that could be a good day. <laughs> you yeah. never know. I'm looking forward to that a lot. And then, again, you know, Man United. I'd rather have a uh, they're a team that you think we could beat at this particular moment in time. To be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, if I was playing Man United on Sunday, I'd be cautiously optimistic that we could get mm-hmm. something out of it yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a, a sticky situation at the minute it looks like a lot of I mean obviously there's some awful characters associated with that club at the moment but yeah, yeah it seems <laughs> uh, seems seems toxic to say the very least at Old Trafford so um, yeah would have fancied them maybe hopefully they won't have sorted things out by the time they come to play us <sighs> anyway mate get, get uh, the wire on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we will finish there. We talk much longer than I was expecting, actually, because um, I thought we'd just like say we don't want to talk about this game. Like, yes, we lost. Well done. Let's move on. Um, what have you got to plug, mate, to finish off? Um, yeah, obviously, view from Spurs. I understand why people won't want to read it, but if you're in the mood for getting quite angry, then <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, give it a read. It's exactly as you expect. Um, yeah. uh, if you've been online this week, um, and I'll, yeah, nothing else really. I've had the Newcastle view out. We are, we are still doing mainly, by the way. It's been about a month now since we released an episode, but Liam went away, then I went away, um, and then Liam's had some stuff with work. So that will be coming back ASAP. So, yeah, for a while. 10 fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, as I said, uh, my new thing's on the BBC Sport website, so if you click through to the Sheffield... Or just click on Sheffield United on BBC Sport, it'll take you to that, and let's look for Fan Voice, and there's my 
300 words or so about time wasting. Uh, and yeah, the next issue of Women of Steel will go out, I think, tomorrow morning when I finish writing it. Um, so look out for that in your inbox if you're already subscribed, or you can go and read it at womenofsteel.substack.com. And uh, you're yeah, nice to be able to write about a win for once as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you and I will be talking about a win before too long. Um, who knows? Could be could be next Monday. You never know. Or next Dreams week, can know. come true. They can indeed. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you on Sunday, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, see you later, mate. Thanks a lot.